blood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, the victory that overcomes the world. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. First John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. The Bible says, For whatever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? I want to talk to you this morning about a very simple subject, and that is the victory that overcomes the world. The victory that overcomes the world. God has given us faith to overcome the world with. The world is deeply set. The world is abiding by the things of Caesar. The world is not our friend. The world is against God. And we have to understand that so that we as believers will not be trying to be friends with the world. Because the world is the enemy of God. The world is a terrible place to be found in this morning without the love of God in your heart. The world is lost. The world is confusing. The world is confused. We have been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Which means then that we are to walk, to march by a deeper voice. We are to be going in a whole nother direction that is against the world. And with God. The world. Is a wicked place. To live in. And when you consider. The things that are in the world. And you consider the things that. Belong to the Lord. Then you have to. Come up with the fact. 
that this world is not our home. We're only passing through. Our treasures are laid up out there way beyond the blue. And we have been called out of darkness and into God's marvelous light. I'm, I'm confident that God is taking very good care of his people. I'm, I'm confident of that. In, in, in those that are trying to live in two worlds, the world that is against God and the world that is for God, those people are confused. When we were called out of darkness and into God's marvelous light, God did not make any excuses for us to go back into the world. Granted, we go out there and make a, a living as it were. We go out there and we work. We go and we do what we do. We realize that. But we have not been called by the Lord to live out there. We've not been called by the Lord to be out there trying to sow seed and all the rest of these things. We are in this world for the cause of Christ. I need to say that again. We are in this world for the cause of Christ. And anything beyond that that gets in our way as a believer, we need to get rid of it. Because we have been called out of darkness and into God's marvelous light. The world is an enemy. When you take a moment and look around and you listen to the news and you see what is going on in the world, then you have to come away with the idea that these people are crazy. Nothing makes sense whatever they do. It does not add up. So why be a Christian and trying to be with the world? It's time to make a decision. For those that have not made a decision, it's time to make a decision. And that decision ought to be to follow Christ. This world is tripping. It's tripping. And we have been called out of the world into a place that the Lord would have us to thrive, to strive, to grow, to embellish, to live in this place, but not allow this place to live in us. Because all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and of the pride of life. And there are just too many of God's people 
caught up between this world in which we find ourselves living and over against the kingdom of God. Now, at some point, we have to decide as believers that this world is not my home. I'm only passing through here. And I'm leaving this place to have a better place with the Lord when I leave here. So my time should be spent in calling people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. In 1 John the chapter 2. Verses 15 through 17, you'll find these words. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and of the pride of life, is not of the Father but is of the world. The world passes away and the lust of it. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. It, it, it just seems like to me, and I'm no better than you, but it seems like we're just hell-bent on pleasing the world. And whatever pleasing there may be toward the Lord, he'll have to find that because our world is in the world. And that's not what God called us to be. The world is lost. We all rallied around the president. We all voted. We all did basically what we felt like we needed to do. And we did it. He's our president. He's the president of the United States. And I guess that's okay. But we have a higher calling on our lives. And that higher calling happens to be Jesus Christ. Amen. Presidents may come and presidents may go. But they are not promoting Jesus Christ. Amen. They are promoting this world's government. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Now that may be a bitter pill for some of us to swallow. And especially our young people. Our young people are so hell bent on wearing their dresses right below their waist. Huh? They are so hell bent in whatever their prerogatives may be. In this world. 
while I can thank God for the young people that are in this church. I can also be concerned about the young people that are not here. The Lord sent his word for the whole world to be redeemed. And because a lot of us are not catered to by the world to make a difference, then a lot of Christians that are moving through this world, some of us are not making a difference. You can't tell us from the world around us. It's difficult to define who the Christian people are when they are all integrated in to the world. They will run over you. They will almost kill you if their kids are not number one at school. But their kids know nothing about Paul, the apostle, and Peter them at the church. Is something wrong. And I think the thing that is wrong with us is that a lot of us that have been called out of the world, called out of darkness, called into God's marvelous light, are not paying attention to where we have been called to. But I think today should make a difference. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Now this does not mean necessarily that we cannot enjoy the big rat down in Orlando. But the problem comes in when those of us that name the name of Christ lives like the world. That's where the problem comes in. We're the ones serving the liquor. We're the ones that got the party going on. And we have been called away from that. Our joy can only be fulfilled in Christ as we do the will of God. We leave in this world. We we leaving this place behind. And we're going to another place. So we need to line up to allow God's word and God's will and God's wisdom to be what lead us every day because this world is not our home it's nice to have a nice house nice car nice bank account it's 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 good to have that but it's better to have a good conscience this whole world this whole world is against God. That's, that's what the Bible declares. And it tells us don't love this place. Don't hang out here. 
and try to make this the place that we've been called to. We've been called in this place, out of this place, to make a difference in this place. But we've never been called to this place. Now that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. And too, too many of us look like the world, act like the world, sound like the world, do what the world does. And that's why it's so difficult oftentimes at church to get young people to line up with what God's will is for their life. Because a lot of our young people and a lot of our older people have been given over to think, to operate, and to act like the world. And we've been called out of that. So if you take a look at these scriptures, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world. Now you, you notice how this is put. All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the eyes. And of the pride of life. Is not of the Father. But is of the world. You know it, 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 it seemed like to me. And, and I've been on this journey now for a minute or two it, it, seemed, it seemed like to me that those of us that name the name of Christ oftentimes can be embarrassed by that because we don't line up with that if we're not at the church mm -mm. We don't. We party harder than the people next to us. That's what we do. And this is the reason that it's hard to tell who's a Christian and who's not. It's, 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 it's hard. It's difficult. Because the offense that we get from people that are at the church is more difficult than what we get from people that are in the world. And it should not be that way. We as a community of believers should be strengthening one another to run on in Jesus' name. That's what we should be doing. And I believe that that's what we can do. And for the most part in this church, there are a lot of believers here that encourage other believers to run on in Jesus' name. But it needs to be every believer. Amen. Not just a portion of the believers. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and of the pride of life is not of God, but is of the world. And the world passes away. My goodness, look at that. The world passes away. So we're living in a world that's passing away. We're living in a world that the Lord has condemned. We're living in a world that is anti-God. We're living in a world that would rather party than to praise his name. And at some point, we as believers are going to have to begin to make a difference in the world in which we find ourselves. If coming to church is a problem to the people that you work with, then you need to forever have that problem. If praising God where you work at is creating a problem, then let the problem continue. If you are a child of God and you are getting your check on Friday, then you should walk in the light of God's love on a Friday. The world is passing away. We've been here, we've seen Kennedy get killed. We've seen all the rest of this stuff for the most part operating around us. That's anti-God. We look at the 45th president of the United States. We look where he is. We look what he's saying. We look what he's trying to do. And we look at the world around us. And this man has that much support. On trying to bring this country to his knees. And then on the other side of town, we have a group of people like us that says in God we trust, but we'll run over you to get to the bar on Friday night. It's something wrong. It is something desperately wrong. Now, I didn't write this Bible. But this Bible has been written. And it's written to the people of God. This Bible is not written to sinners out there. It's not written to unbelievers. It's written to the people of God. So therefore, I submit to you that his calling on our lives is bigger than anything in this world that we have ever seen. And we've been called to make a difference. The world is lost. And all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It is not from God. It is of the world. The world passes away. And the lust of it but he that doeth the will of God 
abideth forever. You know, a lot of times we, we come to these funerals and a lot of times we, we're in this place and family is seated over here and the church is seated over there and we all mourning the passing of whoever it is that we love that, that passed on. And a lot of times, for the most part, when it comes to a funeral at a local church, it's hard to tell, is that person a believer? Whose funeral are we at? Because for the most part, Christians don't be Christians. They part animals. Let me let me get back. <laughs> let me get let me get back behind this podium. But I know we can do better. I know the world needs to see. Today's message: the victory that overcomes the world. FC three one five eight. FC 3158 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. 
I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible... You pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.